0: Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Perspectives Discussions. We're here with my homies. Uh, y'all can use whatever names y'all want to use, Use whatever. I'm Courtney, I'm proud of my name. Me too. Tristan. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's Zach here. Y'all already know who I am. Y'all been listening to, like, both my podcast, The Night Shift Bandits. And of course, Perspectives Discussions. Links in the description below. Um, but, yeah, today we're going to talk about, you know, being a good old dad. I'm no, happy <laughs> yeah you know so so tell us like what's what's been your journey okay Tristan like okay. since since you're the seasoned one here yeah so I'm <laughs> so I'm tristan i've yeah. been
1: well, I'm a, i I go by Baba, okay, I've been a Baba for like six years now okay. so <laughs> is your family african ish oh, okay um, My family's pretty mixed, like most like people that come from slavery. So, if it's ish, but I gravitate towards like my African parts more than any. But that, and I don't really identify myself as as a dad. Like that term is kind of is dead to me. Mm, Why is that? (laughs) Like the way of how I see, especially in Black culture in Chicago, how how they view fatherhood and parenthood from the male perspective, it ain't, it ain't enough. It ain't strong enough. Mm. Like there's too, it's too much mud in the water, too much blood and disrespect is involved in that. That like, not just on the, from the parent to child raising, to the school system, to the criminal system, to how media portrays fatherhood to sexuality, how that fatherhood plays into that, the term dad has no value to me. Mm. Like, so...
0: So that sounds like something that just happened that you just got it throughout the years. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, like, that's true.
1: It's something I build up. Like, I've come to terms with as I grew up mm -hmm. and, like, my own relationship with my dad and, like, viewing the relationships with people around me and their dads, how they felt about it, the women that I've been with, how they view their dads, that, like, the, the word dad had too much con- trauma involved with it.
0: Wow, interesting. I've never heard that. Which, I guess, like, considering, like, all the baggage dads not only have, but what the reputation is, especially within the black community, how a lot of dads aren't around yeah or you know sometimes if they are around sometimes they're after the a perfect dad or well yeah. I, don't, I don't want to say perfect no. yeah yeah
1: and with baba like people people look at you different like because I've, I've before i even became a dad i would see people that like that would call the parent baba or, mm-hmm. or uh uh a uh, uh, poppy oh, yeah. different connotation different tone different energy
0: I even said pawpaw. Paw. Oh,
1: I've heard oh, that. Yeah, or that. Like, It is completely different how the children look at them, how women around them treat them. And it's like, I want that. When I become a dad, I want that. And then like, And so when pregnancy happened, and I'm like, ah, she's going to call me Baba. And like everyone was like, what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Why? And they just like, because and I would talk about it and they would just be like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's like, don't you break it
0: down? It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Cause, and I think another thing too, which is just my perspective, is that like when you call someone something different than the usual mom and dad, especially for dads, it shows that you guys have a special relationship as well. Like you're more involved. I don't know how you guys feel about that.
2: And it's like a different culture is attached to
0: that, that too. Like you're actually teaching true. your child. This is true. Of saying, I'm a parent.
1: As you say that, that goes into why people treat dad differently.
2: Mm.
1: Like, like when you say dad, people think in their mind they associate it with their fathers, mm. their dads, and there's a level of disrespect and and trauma connected to that. That like some dads out there, all the same shit. But the fact that they say they call them dad, other women look at them like, oh he ain't shit. No matter if he could be A one on top of every fucking thing.
2: Yeah.
1: But because they know a bunch of other dads that don't do shit, they look at this child as like, uh, he may be good to you. That there's something he doing that ain't shit. You just don't know. Cause you a kid. Yeah. Just, yeah. But as soon as you go by something else, Baba, Poppy, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. they don't do that, women don't do that for them,
2: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did, uh, I went to African Senate high school my senior year, and we, uh, speak up a little bit, um, we had to uh, call all the teachers, if they were male, we called them baba, and when they were uh, women, we called them uh, mother, so,
1: what school did you go to?
2: Oh, it was called Nkrumah International Academy. Nkuma? Nkuma.
1: Nkuma. Incuma.
2: Yeah, Nkuma International Academy on 75th and Stony Island. Oh.
0: Yeah. Did you say that was very Afrocentric?
1: Yeah. 75th and Stony.
2: It's right behind the moss.
1: Oh. Really? Man, I know the school. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh. There's more of these schools out here I... like that
1: than I thought. Like <laughs> They've been popping up. Because my daughter goes to a school like that.
2: Yeah, and yeah you did mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started off in the principal. It started off in the basement of his house. He was teaching uh, African studies to his son and his best friend's uh, sons as well. And then that just grew.
1: Cool, oh, it, um,
2: And it just grew over time.
1: Your whole show. <laughs> <It, laughs>
2: yeah, It just uh, it grew over time to where you know um, he got enough support from the community, uh, the grassroots. He bought a building and hired teachers and establish a curriculum, completely, completely opposite from CPS. And that's one question I have for you. As a parent, how does it feel seeing, like, the school bus is exactly the same as the bus that they take people to jail in? (laughs) Bro. (laughs) Okay. And how the similarities of the food that they feed prisoners and kids, you know, how did, like,
0: also, can I add on to that? How do you feel about the school system, especially within CPS, being very similar to how factories work? When you have the bell ringing to go eat lunch, the bell mm-hmm. ringing to change the subjects, you know, get, sit down, get up, stand in line, things like that.
1: Um, It's all systems. Systems with this degrees of similarities and they're not. And, like, the understanding the nuance in the situations is what separates them. Mm. Like, being on a school bus, like you said, I've been to, on a school bus for all of that shit. Mm. <laughs> Except for going to jail. I just went to, jewelry, right. to Juvie, as far as I've been. Mm. But, like, it, it makes you not ever want to be on a school bus. Mm. For real, for real. Like, because school buses
0: aren't
2: they're so uncomfortable, even as a kid,
1: even as a kid, That's, they're they'll only comfortable for like kindergartners,
2: really. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, me personally, I had a lot of fun field trips, the zoo, aquarium museums, like field museums. Um, school buses, were, my my experience was pretty, pretty fun, especially I mean, in the back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, you,
0: you make like the situation you know like on the way to the zoo hell yeah you're gonna have like fun
1: definitely but it's like as
0: you get older and we're like we're still doing this like eighth grade high school like we're tall as hell it's very uncomfortable (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) like the way
1: the school buses are designed the regular yellow ones are designed for people back in like the 50s and 60s yeah of like we bigger than them
0: (laughs) which is like it's interesting how like a lot of our system these days just still stems back from that. Nothing changed. As I say that,
1: I can't really say that we bigger than them. Because I've noticed that it's a generational thing. That, like, there's generational, like, gaps in growth that is weird in society. Where, like, you'll get a generation of, well, I can only speak for, like, the black people in in Chicago. like, you see, like, as you're going through high school, you notice that, like, the ones behind you the sophomores and whatnot, they're so small. they like, were we that small?
2: Honestly, from my high school experience, especially uh, in black schools, black high schools, it was the opposite, you know, like, especially men, it was just like, you 14 and you you six foot four, you know? It was that type of thing. You know? That's that's freshman how it was for me. Yeah. That's how
1: it was for me when I started as a freshman. And then in the class above us, they were all big. Cause they look damn near like adults. Yeah, we all they look like adults. Facial hair, all Ain't that right? shit. Yeah. But as we, but when I became a senior, a senior, it wasn't like that. Like Everybody cute. was so tiny. Yeah. Like not barely any of the boys had facial hair. Yeah. And like, and it was weird. And it wasn't until like after we graduated that like two more classes after them of like CNA pictures and stuff, they were all big. And then now just
0: as <laughs> grown men, they all just look like children. No. Cause I've noticed like riding right with high school, yeah. they all just look like kids. Like grown they kids. Like, they act like kids, but I'm
2: like full beards all the time. Bruh, <laughs> like it's, it's like, crazy. Yeah,
0: they, act like, they act like kids bro, for sure. <laughs> Cause I, I was on the bus one day, I'm just looking at them, I'm like, y'all in high school? Like, I'm thinking way back when, like you said, in high school, when you're a freshman, seniors look like damn near like adults. You yeah. know, like they were doing adult things and then don't let a senior date a freshman. Now it's like a kid dating an adult.
1: Yeah. It's, and that I'm like, I've been I've watched that shit play out in yeah. the real. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Well like uh be on the street and people talking to us, like you can't be talking to the little ass girl and it was like, I'm just a grade above her. Like dude, like chill out. And it was like, Well, y'all don't go to the same school. You have to pull out an ID <laughs> prove <proof> your innocence. <laughs> yeah, like we go to the same fucking school.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it was the food. I don't know. The hormones, I guess.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. But that's that in itself is a whole. That's a whole different story. A gigantic bunch of shit. And like when it goes to dating in school and man, age differences. That's a whole difference,
0: man. But um, these are ages. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> like, back back to, to fatherhood. Yeah,
1: back to fatherhood. That was, that was a huge tangent. Um, uh, give me something to,
0: but yeah, to hold so on like, to. We were talking about like the school system and whatnot. Well, let's how, talk. Yeah,
2: as a parent, how do you go about deciding who teaches your kids about how the world works? And how does that, and it does that align with how you teach them, you know, to make sure that there's no conflict?
0: Well, I guess what, I guess what you're trying to say to summarize the question, how involved are you? within the school system?
1: For me, myself, I'm super involved with her school system. Like, I picked out her school. I've talked to her teachers before she even got there. I knew who her teacher was. I know her principal, vice principal. Like, I know, I know way more about this little girl's school than I've realized that a lot of the other parents who their kids go to, that they know about their kid's school. And it's, it's a, I just had this talk this week, actually. That was a, a parent appreciation. Yeah. Well, it, it was, bro. How was let's it? Talk about some different shit, like mm-hmm. some different shit. Like my daughter's, cause she goes to um, Barbara uh, Stuyvesant's Academy. Like mm-hmm. it was. It's. Uh, it was in part founded by uh, Malcolm X's wife, and uh, like it's there's a bunch of other titles involved in that, yeah. that I can't think of at the moment but the vibe that they do that they do with the school is so different than like regular CPS schools or just schools in general from CPS to the private shit mm-hmm. to the religious schools and I appreciate it so fucking much because at there they teach they call their teachers mom uh, mama and Baba for the male teachers then they go and they go by their first names and not the last names, mm. so so you're yeah, a Baba, like yeah. you're Baba Tristan, yeah, like wow. Baba Tristan, yeah. Baba Courtney, yeah, yeah uh, like
0: okay. that.
1: And like, it's th- it's like a village, like, stick to the village man. mentality. You're
2: right, the, up, uh, t- oh, like, Thank it you, yeah, it takes a vi- uh, village it, to
1: raise a kid. Yeah, it it really a raise a kid. Which
0: and I I feel like that's something we need to go back to. Yeah. I
1: agree, I agree like, with yeah. that. That's and that's what I was looking for when I was picking out schools for her, and all the other schools I was going to, I knew. From jump, she ain't going to no Catholic, nothing, Mm-mm. or no religious, like Mm-mm. Christian school. Mm-mm. Like, I, nah. If she, wait till she gets older and she can pick whatever religion she want. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't wanna force that on her. You're pretty much making her a blank canvas. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. As much as I can, so she can decide for herself what outside thing, outside of education that she wants to follow and believe in. Okay. Like, but, um, so the school was very supportive in that and like, I also wanted to make sure that like the ideas and beliefs that I've been teaching her since she was born that like those things could be uh, appreciated and grow, respected. have respected and growth while she's there on away from me. <laughs> and like for the most part it's, like, I feel confident in that, but that, that that's been a thing. And how long has she been there? Just a, year. Just a year, like she about to go through a kindergarten graduation. Oh
0: no, nice. it's congratulations like,
1: in, in like another two weeks. Oh man, it's it's dope. But oh, back to parent appreciation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, at, up there there was a masseuse. That was Jamaican food. there was mm. uh, people nail technicians doing uh, women's nails and pedicures. Yeah.
0: Let me get a baby and put her. in school. that sounds pretty dope. like they was
1: doing eyebrows up and down. What? It was it was different. What? <laughs>
0: it was I've different. Never heard of that. I heard of. We got your snacks. Talk to the teachers. <laughs> right. That's it. We got right. some wrist crackers and uh like, some lunchables. It was there different.
1: Like the teachers weren't th- the teachers weren't there, but the rest of the faculty were like the principal, vice principal, yeah. and like um a lot of the office staff and like people that with that we could talk to, which like if you. A parent that goes into school often, you already know all of them. Yeah. Like, and talking to them was just chopping it up about, like, just how awesome the year has been. Mm. And it was dope. Very, very fucking different vibe. So different.
0: I'm sorry. I'm I'm a product of the CPS system, which probably explains a lot. I am too. And, again, those, okay, for one do we ever have a parent appreciation? No. For one. No. We've had open houses. Open house. Where once
2: again with cheese crackers.
0: Mm-hmm That's
2: it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, which is true, but the kids could come too. Yeah, kids can come too. Yeah, I didn't, I
2: didn't but <laughs> of,
0: but oftentimes it was but I mean there's a reason why you probably didn't want to go. Because it was a it, it, it was
1: a meeting. There was a, a graffiti artist was a set up a mural on canvas. a not a canvas, cloth canvas. Well, uh, he did it the school's logo and some inspirational shit. And with some little things off to the side, like I show y'all a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Put like working together with like culture on one side and roots on the other side. Oh, that's dope. And like he let everybody like put a little spray paint a little bit at a time together on it. And then he just finished it and cleaned it up. It made it look like a real professional, like, by the end of it.
0: See, I, I like stuff like that because it's giving kids a creative outlet. Right, right. Like, it's really, like. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, he goes to some kid, well, my daughter and another kid and her mom and my daughter's mom.
0: <laughs> what does your daughter look like? She's just observing, <laughs> just giving commands to everyone, like, yeah. Yeah, that well. like, big that blue, you know. She probably was, <laughs> no one For sure.
1: No one she probably was.
2: But yeah,
0: like flexing that creative muscle. Because yeah. kids need that. Because yeah. when, when I was coming up, my favorite classes were like art music. Right. You know? right. Yeah. I, you know? Shout outs to like all the art teachers all the way up until high school, hell, even college. Because art classes was and just
2: then, my favorite. Uh, being able to uh, exert energy with sports, you know, just running around, like baseball, dodgeball. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's very important, you know?
0: Yeah. Which is why I find it sad that they want to cut funding from these classes. Because it's Bro. the arts. Like, yeah, I get it. Math math's important. knowing your history is important, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But where's the creative expression? Where's my important. outlet from like from what I'm dealing with at home, you know? Mm. Or when I'm stressed out, or when I just want to do something.
2: Yeah. That's what I'm grateful that my mother put me in the high school that I went to because learning mm. that Math was invented by Africans, people that look like me. Mm-hmm. That changes my perspective on math, science, and agriculture. You know, because before I'm just like, why does this matter? You know, I was that kid I was yeah. just like, why is this important? No, that's to good mate? to ask. And completely changed my perspective when I learned history that was hidden. You know, like history being hidden from us. That's I, that's what I don't like about CBS. It's really not cool at all. Slavery. First day of history class. Slavery. I'm like, wow. Are you serious? <laughs> you know.
1: I, How do you feel about school? Like, oh uh,
2: man, I feel like it's a great place. You know, when you know the right people are in charge who really care about the future of the children. You know, because honestly, I shouldn't have graduated some of the uh, the grades that I went to. Uh, like eighth, seventh, and eighth grade went to CPS, and I was one of them C's get degrees type of students. You know, and you had to. They they told us at the beginning of the year you have to get at least a B. In order, and, and uh, yeah, you have to get at least, you have to pass all your classes in order to graduate, basically. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, this is CPS, they're trying to do, it's a, like you said, a factory. They're just trying to move you along. Yeah. So they lower the bar to where if you got a D in either math or science, so you can have an F in every other class, but math and no, math and English are the most important ones. So if you have a D in at least math and English, you can pass. You know what I mean? So I had hmm. a C, I have right, a C yeah. in English, a D in math and yeah i was like Psh, all the other classes it didn't even matter what i had in the other like no other classes so they were just like you meet the bare minimum we just pass you along like i don't even think i passed math in seventh grade but they just pass you along they don't really care you know what i mean they don't really care
0: i remember in elementary school yeah you could fail the child because there was one guy and this was what fourth grade he never he didn't pass the fourth grade so they held him back everyone else went to fifth hmm. but somewhere along the lines i want to say Cause that's cause when we were coming up, that's when uh, No Child Left Behind started was implemented. Changed the game. It changed the whole game. <laughs> and I think how um, many
1: I, people remember that?
0: Yeah, cause I think what? Cause when was it introduced?
1: I was eleven. You eleven. So what? Maybe before thousand five, maybe. No, well, t- middle two thousand and eleven. I don't know why you make
2: this seem like two thousand one. Back in our day. <laughs> I, I'm not saying back in our day, but I mean
1: I'm talking to Tristan. Yeah, because like we're 2001.
0: Age. 2001. 2001. Yeah. Okay, because I'm just, because I'm, I mean it's important to know that because I like to see where things sprouted from and how they evolved.
1: Because not a lot of people acknowledge like how politics affects children.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like in in real time, like. Yeah. Like the laws and stuff that get implemented, that like these school education initiatives that they put in place. They don't talk about how the ramifications of them after the fact. Right. Like, years later, like, what that does to the schools and how the children feel about it. Like, because personally, I feel like No Child Left Behind influenced a lot of, like, today's political issues of, like, there are no bad ideas.
0: Mm. Which there is plenty of bad ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Things, <laughs> bad idea, bad <laughs> there's a lot of bad ideas like,
1: all emotions and in, like, in thoughts of, of, involved in those emotions are valid when not all of them are valid and a lot of them are just personal shit that you need to work on we need to have standards <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry we need
0: to have standards like I get it you don't want to fail kids but kids do have to learn like there are standards in society and if you don't put the work in and I get it there's different ways to learn right mm-hmm. but you don't put the work in Yes, you will not succeed. Yeah. This is what failure looks like. This is what success looks like.
1: And f- like, and I know firsthand of like when that stuff changed. The failure th- it was different. Like there was they took they got rid of the safety net of, well, not not I shouldn't say safety net. They gave a safety net. Yeah. for failure. Yeah. So like no the kid there's a lot of kids that don't know what it means to fuck up. The same way the generations before had, cause for me in school, I didn't give a fuck about school until I was in like the fifth grade.
2: Mm.
1: Like school was a very different thing. Of like, it felt like jail for me. I mean, <laughs> like you just had a conversation about you know that. that. <laughs> like, when you were in
2: school, y'all would just look out the window and just saw freedom. And then look back in the class, you were just like... Hmm. Let me tell you. Whenever I saw all the kids playing outside and I'm inside doing math, bro, I was thinking about nothing but freedom. I I would you. always see the train. I'm just like, bro, somebody on there just free. Don't let, be, <laughs> don't let it be sunny. Don't let it be a nice sunny day, man. warm,
1: I feel the breeze, man. and you're taking this stupid math test. I hear that. I hear that. No, it was different for me. Mm. Like, because I grew up, I was born in Hyde Park. But when I was old enough to go to school, I, my family moved to uh, Matson, Illinois. And out there, but I went to school in like super integrated, culturally integrated school of like mostly white teachers and like a few Indian teachers. And like my class of kids, we were all mixed. We looked like uh, Miss um, Frizzle's class down there. <laughs> and like, uh, when I turned like six or seven, I think we moved back to the city and I went to public school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Different fucking vibe of like un- of being in the hood and just went to kindergarten in Mattson, Illinois. Different vibe, mostly white teachers. Uh, my classroom looked like the Magic School Bus. <laughs> and then. My mother and father had their relationship issues, and they were separating. So we moved back to the city, mm. and I started off first or second grade in the city on the west side, and it was a different vibe being in the hood, like going to a hood school, like like some real hood shit, mm. and like the energy was terrifying. Really, yeah, cause Only time I really went to the city before that was to visit my auntie, my mom's sister, Mm -hmm. and like she stayed in the pro like in the project projects, Uh, like the towers, and being around black kids was scary for me. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. that was the only time I was around just black people. And it was it it was terrifying for me. Nervous, nervous, Uneasy. uneasy, all that shit, and and like. Realizing I got to go to school with these kids now. Just these kids. Like, it it, it hit me different. And all I did for years was fight mostly. Because they all treated me different. I looked at them as different. And it was always just conflict and confrontations. And, like, so being in school, being in school or out of school, all I viewed just being in the city is confrontational. Everywhere. And it wasn't until around the fifth grade that I, like, that changed for me. Because, like, because I was always suspended for fighting. Like, wow. always. Like, I had... Was it the third grade? I think it was the third grade. That I got suspended so much for fighting that I had to start third grade over again. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, because I missed too many days. And too many days of school makes
0: sense (laughs) yeah you're fighting all day (laughs) so actually i'm sorry as a side note let me ask you were they the type of school that when they suspended you they would literally give you the maximum amount of days each and every time
1: It depended on the school because i transferred a lot
0: was a lot of
2: days for suspension
0: um so i know like when i was coming up especially in high school if you got suspended there wasn't no like four or five days it was like you got the maximum of ten days Mm -hmm. you'd be gone for two weeks Mm mm-hmm Which for kids who are
1: troubled, Mm -hmm. that was terrible. That was horrible. It was horrible. Like, to them, great. I'm out of school for two weeks. But when you really think about it, that's fucked up because they're out of school for two weeks because you're out of
0: school for two weeks. And then if you're if it's trouble at home, Mm -hmm. if you live in the hood, like you're a troubled kid, you're not in like a safe, positive environment. Granted, you know some schools aren't that positive, but still. You're at you're probably out out having the drug dealers influence you or the gang members influence you.
1: Back into the shit that influenced you to be fucked to do the fucked up shit in the first place.
0: Exactly. And then you go back to school, like, get into another fight.
1: As you like as you say that, I remember being in school watching two teachers fight. Like do two boxing, teachers. boxing. Boxing. In front of the students. In front of the students over a kid to get getting sus- getting the maximum for getting suspended. Wow. Why would you give him wow. two weeks? Wow. Like, you know he about to go back and do the same fucked up shit on, on the corner. He named the corner and everything where everybody know it, where he getting yeah. his influence from. Known. And yeah. you sending him back out there. And the other teacher's like, nah, fuck all that. He he needs to go. And it's like, this is a fucking school. You're supposed to be a teacher. We all supposed to be educating. And, yeah, role models. Yeah, role models and shit. Yeah. And he's like, nah, we can't have him up in here fighting. And he knocked his shit out the damn.
2: It was two male teachers. Two male teachers. That's even. Oh, you don't. You never see that. I'm thinking,
1: <laughs> I've seen. You never seen two <laughs> like, teachers fight at all. I, I've seen words I,
2: traded. I could see two women fighting in front of students. I've seen see that, that too. You see that. Oh. But you see two male <laughs> students fighting. Like mentally, they must not really be there. Like, like.
0: cause um, I mean, I, I get what one of those teachers is saying. Cause it sounded like he was passionate about his job. The mm. one who was defending the. kids. the other one,
1: was you. He did not care about these kids. Like, it was, it was no. He was teacher. It was no. He did not care. That's very, that's wild. Like, him hearing that, like, that you go give him the max. Like, this is a, a, it's a prison sentence. Because
0: you're right. It is a prison sentence. Again, going back to, and I guess this is just bringing, it's just, we can't help but have the conversation and comparing prisons, factories, to school. To schools. Because it's a prison sentence. It's like you're gone for two weeks. Anything can happen in those two weeks. And the reason why I keep bringing in up school the fact and that, the school. like that, like the environment that these kids grow up in might be terrible. Because kids deal with a lot at home. Right. End of the day, mm-hmm. and you're gonna send them. And school might be the only place where they get two two hot meals. Might be a safe environment for them because they might have to walk through these neighborhoods.
2: And there may be like one teacher that actually cares about. You know, at least one.
0: There's always yeah. just like a handful of teachers that just care about the students. Because when
2: I went to a, I went to a really, a really ghetto uh, school for sixth grade, and pretty similar, you know, it was a lot of fighting. Um, as I got older, I realized that like it was in the hood, you know. So just like that, that saying that hurt people hurt people, like yeah, these people are really dealing with stuff in their own personal lives, and when they see somebody else, they just. Like, you know, see somebody else that looked like them, because, yeah, it was majority black, it's just, you just, you just got a lot of hate, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just like, but the one thing that that school had, it had one teacher who legit loved, this math teacher it was a woman, she legit loved her students, like, could not only call your parents, like, when you're missing homework, but pull up to your house, you know? <laughs> making sure, like, it's like, it's almost summertime. These li- these students are uh, could go to summer school for failing math. Y'all gotta come in, like, I'm talking about, like, the feeling of a teacher giving you an abundance of extra credit, you know, like he extra credit, extra credit, extra credit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to dragging, like pulling your grade up, just to not, you know what I mean? Just so you can feel success, you know. Yeah. And it's just very it means powerful, I like. you know, because she, because it's like she knew she was in a school where like these kids could end up going to jail, you know. Yeah. So just like I'm gonna do my best as a teacher, and yeah, like basically raise some of these kids who don't really have that at home. So, yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, because you know, sometimes a lot of parents and kids need that. They need that positive, passionate teacher. I mean, in the ideal world, that's that should be every teacher, right? It Should be
2: right. Like your
0: teachers should be very passionate oh, yeah. about teaching you. They should be very passionate about. It should be regular. Raising you, like helping you out, getting you through.
2: In the individual yeah. aspect, of it, like each individual. Child, you got a relationship with them, you know,
1: even though it's just for, yeah. Like, I like my daughter's school because it's not just for the one year. Like, once the year is over with, you don't really see that to communicate with that teacher no more. Yeah, it ain't like that. Like, kindergarten teacher could fill in for an upper grade class, like, could fill in for them if they need if really? somebody if another teacher is out, they they switch out, like, they there for each other.
0: So like they, do they? I'm sorry, not to interrupt you, but do they have like outside substitutes that they bring in?
1: I don't actually in? know. Huh? I don't actually know if they do. I haven't really talked about that, because like she's um because the substitutes that they've had is just because my daughter, because my daughter's in kindergarten, so the yeah. substitute teachers that she's had and that I've talked to, they're like the third grade teachers, the fourth grade, mm-hmm. fifth grade, eighth grade teacher. Oh shit! Like.
0: Like, I d- They really do just be like, okay, miss so-and-so in here, Mr. blah-blah-blah, go over there. Yeah, because each
1: class gets two teachers. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense because I'm thinking like, so damn, are you teaching two classes at once? No,
1: like, so each class okay. gets two teachers okay. and when they, so when one drops out, like, no one, no one just teaches the class on their own. Like, that way they can all give this, the kids the time that they need.
2: When Makes I was, sense. When I was in school, okay. We heard a substitute that was vacation day. Bruh. No, <laughs> I tell you, facts. Can I ask, ask y'all a question, right?
0: Have all y'all have substitutes just been weird?
2: Not weird. I'm not weird. Like, it's not weird. It's a spectrum. Like on TV, where they just like, they in, in the desk, literally, some of them literally be sleep. Literally sleep. Put on a movie, a documentary, sleep. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> other ones, they just don't care at all. They on their phone, they on their computer. It's do whatever you want.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Because the reason why I say it, and you're right, it is a spectrum, but the ones that stick out in my head are the weird ones. mm -hmm. Like, the most famous one. I'll call her Miss D because she was from, I want to say from first to eighth grade, she was the most consistent substitute teacher I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And she was just loud, never really taught us anything. She taught well, let me put it this way. She taught us things but whatever the teacher left. And she was just always read off the paper. Mm. You know? So I mean she she was just go back and forth with the kids and everything. But she she wasn't really disrespectful like that. She was just like that auntie. That yeah, you that yeah. She, you would see her cigarettes fall out of her purse sometimes.
2: Wow. (laughs) Yeah, like, things like that. That's about it.
0: Yeah. And then, like, another substitute that I've had in high school, actually. This guy was so interesting because he taught, uh, he was something for, like, what was it, like, biology class. And he was eating his lunch. And he had some kind of baked chicken that he was just licking his fingers and... Smacking and oh, it sounded like we was roasting just, him, bro. We're roasting the fuck out of him. <laughs> we were roasting the fuck out of him, but he wasn't. He he wasn't phased by it. He was like, man, figure looking good. I just kept going.
2: And he was just acting crazy, and we're
0: just. I'm just like, where did they find you?
2: But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Substitutes is like a a double edged sword. For, like in my experience, because it's just like you. It's a vacation, but it's like. Man. They handed them assignments. Them assignments. Let us sub hand
1: out assignments. Oh, oh man. <laughs> man. we checked
2: the computer, like, why you got four zeros on these assignments? Like, oh, that was a substitute. That, uh, yeah, no lemons.
0: I, sh- I hate when they give out tests. Because you was not taking that test seriously that day. No. I, mean, I
2: ain't, I ain't going to lie. I, I'm guilty of cheating in school. You know what I mean? I was one of them. Even though I had bros. So just like bros, he's like, yo, what's the answer for this one? This one, that one. You know what I'm saying? math class, you know what I'm
1: saying? Like, I don't, I don't know white dude with glasses, he always teaching. he knew his That's mathematics cool. so, yeah. I mean, Naruto did it, why not? Like, bro, <laughs> look subs for me like as I said earlier, it's on the spectrum like, I remember there was one this, on one sub we had uh, at some point in my life where like, she had the same name as me and so everyone in class is like Tristan, you got a white woman's name <laughs> <laughs> Like, everyone, she wrote her name on the board. And we, and then we covered it, and like, why is she her name on the board? And then, and then, and then, and then, like, you in trouble already? Class just started. Mrs. And Tristan. then she's just, and then she's like, hi, class, my name is Tristan. And we're all like, Tristan got a white woman name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how many weeks? How it, many weeks did you hear that? A couple. It was like a month. <laughs> it, was like a month.
1: <laughs> it was like a month. What did the teacher say? Uh, she had told me like that, like the name is Eunice. Like she broke it down to me. I was real young, so she broke it down to me and talked about how like the origin of the name, the whole story okay. of Tristan and Isolde and all that jazz. And I'm like, okay, that's dope. <laughs> and everybody's just like, Tristan's still got a white woman. <laughs> like, that didn't stop the kids.
0: <laughs> had the most badass origin story. Like, nah, you got a white woman's name, bro.
1: I'm <laughs> that down here. Like, that's all good, nah. White woman's name.
0: (laughs) So, like, okay, so as just a father, trying to go back, going back to that, like, do do the teachers just look at you a certain way? Like, do they make prejudgments? Do they... Uh-oh.
1: bro. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. I was prepared for it because I've been a kid and living with my dad and having my dad come up to the school. And, like, Watching it play out for him, how people, because teachers, they already assume that every child is raised by a woman. Mm -hmm. Right. Every child that comes through, comes into their class, there's a woman taking care of them. And like, so for my dad and like, me having to correct everybody, when they would be like, I'm going to call your mom, ain't shit going to get done if you do that. (laughs) Calling my mom, don't she just go forward the call to my dad. Yeah. Like, my dad's number's already on file. You should be calling him. And him coming to the school, and they'd be like, oh, you're here for a child? Oh, this is your son. Oh. Like, gr- growing up with that, it was already different. Mm-hmm. And so for me, already just year one, <laughs> I they trying to make me oh, the... uh. Parent council president. And I'm... I ain't got the time for that. I appreciate it. But I ain't got the time. And and they just... I mean, that's how good you are. I guess. I
0: guess. I am like you got a reputation. I guess. But, like... I just... I
1: don't... For me, I'm just being... I'm just being me. Regular. And, like, talking to them, they be like... Yo, whoop. Could you come up and talk to the other parents? Can you? Can we have like a, like organize some type of thing for you to like just yeah. talk to the other moms, talk to the other dads, like not just for the kindergarten kids, but like for all of the parents. Everyone. And um, oh, I I could if you if you put that together, I don't mind talking. Yeah. I don't mind that. But you want me to be in charge of some shit. You're the gold standard. I don't, I ain't got the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I
0: mean, that I mean, that just shows like, I guess they do see it in your daughter as well.
1: They do, they do. That's and all they, they talk it. about it so much. How, how well behaved she is, how respectful she is, her manners, like how much she stands up for the other kids in a respectful oh, manner. Cool. Like,
0: low key, uh, not to interrupt you again, but when I first met. Your daughter. I think we, it was, we were doing like a sipping pan or something. Setting up. And she's over here. It was so cute. I'm sorry. It was adorable. She she had the chair. She's like, we're like, you need help? She's like, no, I got it. Send the chairs up and everything. And I'm like, this is different. Because most kids would just keep playing somewhere else or cause some issues. But she was actually helping on her own accord. Mm-hmm. It was actually very adorable. And very hilarious. Because it was this little girl holding the chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'm like, it seems like, yeah, like, she has a great, you two have a great rep just all around. Because getting to know you, like, you're very structured, you know, you keep her on a schedule and everything. And getting to know her, it's like she, I know, I'm sure she has her moments, of course. Like, every child does. But she, just like, you influencing her, she seems very mature for her age.
1: And that's a double-edged sword in itself. But like I was literally just talking to, that, to my mom about that earlier today. hmm We was talking about it. Yeah. And, like, the danger of that. Because... Danger. Older men, like, cause I've even experienced it watching older men, talking with older men. Yeah. Like, older men prey on girls that know too much. mm Like Like, well, at the same time, older men prey on girls that know too little, too.
0: I was going to say, I... I... I know the, I'm familiar with the latter, and that makes more sense to me. But knowing too much,
1: can to you mm, elaborate on
0: that a little bit more? Like,
1: girls that think they're too mature, like, way mature for their age, and don't look at the boys they they own in their old age range as their peers, mm. and they w- actively seek out older men for conversation. Older men prey on them.
2: Uh, oh, man, I've seen that in the workplace. Uh, <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I've I've seen it in workplace, I've seen it in school, and like, oh, and like I and my mom reminding me about that. I'm like, I know, I know, I appreciate, but I appreciate her t- reminding me yeah, to like man. be mindful I think that, of that. When it goes to uh,
2: music, you know, music for women, like, that's so it's much. Not, it's, yeah.
1: it's not helpful. It's not. There's not because they make themselves so vulnerable, putting themselves in spaces. Well, they are the what well, they're like people look at them more like uh, not not like a tv show but like <clears throat> a prized possession mm-hmm. They like because that makes them different than the ones the girls that don't know too much because mm-hmm. they they're easy to talk to they like they they want to hear with women in their own age range Tired of hearing from men. Tired of talking about. Mm -hmm. And this young girl, she's open to talk about everything. What else is she open to? Right. It raises that curiosity. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And and the lines get blurred on on age range and what is acceptable and what's not acceptable. And fuck shit can happen. Right. I ain't for none of that. (laughs) not with my baby
0: and see that's one of the reasons why because I do want want to have a daughter you inspired me to have a daughter even more so but also to teach her to be prepared for the world right? because there's so much dangers out here and lines like you said get blurred to the point where like if you talk to someone talk to a mature man and he's on some fuck shit
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) you know that can just really get Lines get blurred. You get confused. You're naive. You don't know what's going on. Granted, yes, you are smart, but you don't don't know a lot about the world. And he mm-hmm. sees that, you know. But, I mean, if he's on some friendship type stuff, again, like you know, in the workplace, that's one thing. But if he's taking advantage of you, that's the thing I'm fearful of.
1: Cause this shit is easy. Like, it's, when you make yourself sub- susceptible, that's the word, right? Susceptible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And vulnerable, but like, where people see see your intellect, but they also see where you lack in. They can exploit that shit. Yeah, because
0: you don't know any better.
1: Yeah. They're naive. Like, depending on what their intentions are. Yeah,
0: so, social media is just it's not helpful. It's just, I mean, but it doesn't have to just be social media. I mean, it can be because I did hear a story. I'm not going to put the person out there. But a friend of mine did have a daughter who was interacting with the older man on social media. Come to find out, and she didn't find out until she looked through her phone. Mm. Which you know, I get it. It's a privacy for the kids, but also it's a, it's a safety issue. You
1: yeah. Know? I've there too. Like yeah, I've been that too. I've, I've, I've met people. Like I've, I used to work for a nonprofit organization that would help mm-hmm. uh, convicts, ex-cons, and stuff. And with like job placement and home housing and food stamps and stuff like that. And I've met a lot of people through that. Mm -hmm. Like just on the outside that were also helping. And like there was this woman, she had like three daughters and like one son and like her oldest. Like she was like trying to talk to me a little bit, but she wasn't my type, you know. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the vibe. Mm -hmm. And like I was just there to do my job and and I'm out and Uh, listening to her and like how she was like just a little younger than me but she thought I was older than what I was and so she was talking all types of crazy shit that just immediately turned me off like shorty I I ain't nothing like that (laughs) like what she just looking at me what she presumed I was and like what I would be down for and I'm that's cool
2: (laughs) <laughs> this is, uh, it's, it relates to what you're saying. listen is a side note. It's like, when people look at you and they see, like, they look at you and they just think they know the whole thing, you know what I
0: mean? Like, just from one point. <laughs>
2: you feel me? Like, the way you look, the way you just Like, okay, I know everything. I know this man whole, how he think, you know what I mean? I, I just, it's like, nah. It's just the iceberg, tip of the iceberg. It's, you don't know what's at the bottom.
1: Right. Because you know I'm like, I'm just here to help your mama, and I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> And she just, like, but you can you come back, though? Hmm. For what? <laughs> <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> like, to kick you with me. Like, we, we can smoke, we can drink, we can whoop the bath, like, listen to music and stuff, and I'm... Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yo, you want some other shit. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> when someone
0: mentions, yeah, we can smoke, we can drink, get you under the influence-type activities, mm-hmm. disrupt your you decision-making. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, nah. And, like... A little, some time went by, and I found out that she got kidnapped. Oh. Like, and I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> i like, not, like, it's yeah, fucked yeah, up that it happened, yeah. but like, but that I I makes, like, the thing, the conversations I had with her, the times I would come over, and what she would say to me, I'm like, that makes sense. I, I could see that.
0: Like, you, you foresaw that happening to her based upon getting to know her yeah
2: okay. i've seen that on instagram too like hey i'm about to go kick i'm about to spend the night with this dude i just met yesterday like,
1: yeah that's, that's that's she dangerous. was that
0: type uh, She's like I, and i know on this podcast we've had stories where it's like yeah we just met this person yeah we went to their house it's not i think everyone who had a story like that including myself we've all said it's not recommended like we're literally lucky we all came out okay Definitely blessed, like even so. It,
1: that is a blessing.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it's not recommended. Get to know your people first, everybody. Mm-hmm. The, as the days go on, the world gets crazier. No, like, personally, I, like, I gotta keep
2: a clear mind. You know, what I, mean? I yeah. can't, be, yeah. can't
1: be tweaking or lacking. Like, you know I mean? it was a new side. Like going back over to, to, over there, talking with her mom. Like seeing how it destroyed her family. Like they were all traumatized by that shit, mm. on a uh, on a level that I don't ever want to experience. Right. Yeah, I'm not trying. To when say- they found her, mm-hmm. like she got away from the people that took her, and like, and my dad told me a little bit about like what he knew from what the mom expressed happened to her, oh. and just like my dad telling me just when I go over there, be cool, don't try to do, don't try to like talk to her like that. She's still weird about. Man, And I'm okay. Alright. And so I'm there. I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't even
2: like cool. <laughs> I, was like, yeah, I mean man. it was, I'm
1: just there to do my job. anyway. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not sure. yeah so like, you're there to do your job anyway. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm just really there. To, don't. I'm just there to do my job. And like while I'm there I'm talking with her mom and her mom is so happy to see me and telling me that she's back and stuff and we talk a little bit. And like I'm at the time I'm like, eighteen. But I didn't even mention that. Like at the time of this all happened, I was like seventeen or eighteen, and uh, like she got she was gone for like seven or eight months. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And like, Jesus. And talking and seeing the pain in her mom's eyes, the and the relief uh, when she was found. Yeah. Like her mom, like she cried with me a little bit, for yeah. while I, while I was done. Damn. Yeah.
0: I mean, I not to take the stage away from you, but I've known someone, a family actually, some someone in that family's missing their son. They've been missing their son for a, a long time since I was little. Have you had to find them? Yeah. It's it's that one of those. Happy. It's very. I don't want to experience that, that myself. I pray um, that I don't. I pray that in, anyone, any one of my friends, don't. Because that's crazy. Like, it's like not knowing. Yeah. Not knowing where they're at.
1: Not knowing where they at, and what could be happening to them. Yeah. And like, and at the time, like just thinking about it, like if one of my siblings went missing. Like how, I, how that would affect me. You
2: and see, it, I had a dog, and the dog got off the leash and ran away, and I just wanted. Catch it, you know what I mean? The dog went, like, blocks, blocks away. You know, I'm a little kid, so I'm just like, I'm gonna go catch it. And then, I just, I just gave up. Okay, the dog running too fast. So I got <laughs> and I tripping, like, police cars over the place. I'm like, what's up? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm just like, dang, okay. I know what that's like? I'm just getting this dog. Yeah, But, okay. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of shit with that. Yeah, there's, a shit with that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of shit to go
2: and lose with a dog. Actually,
0: yeah, actually, related to his story, I remember there was one time I was little. I want to say maybe second, third grade. I, I had a babysitter after school. The, I don't know what happened, but the bus driver dropped me off at the wrong block. Mm. And I was completely lost. I'm a kid. I don't know where I'm going. And so, you know, I'm walking up and down the block trying to find out the babysitter's house. Because I know where to go if I'm within the two block parameter radius, I mean. But I didn't know where the hell I was. You back, back,
2: I no phone. This is Nah. No, just, wait, nah. Wait. nah. <laughs>
0: It was, like, what, it was in the 2000s? Early 2000s. All right, right. For, sure, for sure. Early 2000s, <laughs> my mom. This is when cell phones started to become normal. But so like cell phones? Nah, I, I think my first phone was a Nokia. But As a matter you, of fact, my mom. My, my first mom, phone was a
1: Nokia.
0: I think pretty much after this happened, <laughs> my mom actually gave me a Nokia phone. But the point is was that I was lucky. I was very blessed because I ran into this family. And they were like, yo, what's going on? Because I was crying and stuff. And they were just helping me out and they took me to the babysitter's house so they called my school, said what was going on and even like the next day the principal was like you know you were very blessed because that could have went sideways real right, quick. Right. You were just a kid wandering around a block you didn't know. Right. Anything could have happened to you. Mm-hmm. You know like. It was, this is true. Yeah. So, very true. It was another
2: time uh, I got in trouble at school. My mom's was like yo when I get to you I like when, when I see you I'm a, like yeah. Like, I'm going to you. I'm like, okay. I'm like, as soon as I get back to the class, I'm like, nearest orphanage. You know what I mean? I'm talking to you. Where's the nearest orphanage? Around? I'm dabbing up my friend. like, All right, man. He like, packed <laughs> like, his bag. You feel me? Like, <laughs> as soon as it's you he's going to go see me. All right. Like, so, school let out, man. I'm blocks away just walking around, you know. I'm like, I'm not. No. Nah.
0: Yeah, like, like ten minutes in you realize like dang <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I'm like to like
2: school, man. I was <laughs> in the principal's office and she like where you where you was at? I was like Yeah, I, I tried to run away. Like yeah, It didn't work out. It did not. It did not <laughs> work out. You know what I mean? I tried to call the orphanage number, they was and I was like, dang You know what I mean? Not working the way I thought it would in my head. You know what I mean? like in the movies, you know, you just pull up at the doorstep like, hey, I'm a kid, you know what I mean? And then they're like, all right, we, you know what I'm
0: saying? We got you, man. They don't talk right. about the paperwork. They're right. All <laughs> the paperwork, <laughs> the kids, the money, like, the, all that goes into it. you think right. like, man, I'm going to find
1: a new home. They're yeah. going to they make sure that nobody wants you. Right, <laughs> exactly.
0: Man. So what you going to ask you, do you have a mommy and a daddy? What you going to say? Yeah, I was just going to be like, hey, bro,
2: I'm, I'm, I was left out. You. you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was, it was the fear though, the fear in that was, oh, yeah, I
0: yeah. Up out
1: of here. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get
0: up out of here. You know, I get bro. it. For my for my people, it was just the relief that I was okay. You know, <sighs> but I can't imagine what her mom went through. Yeah, it was like it's that's eight months though. Eight months? Your daughter months. being
2: kidnapped? gone, I don't know. That's yeah. torture. I seen a really good movie. I think it was called Searching. It was like the whole movie was on a desktop, mm-hmm. and this Asian dad, yeah, his daughter went missing. And he was going through like searching her laptop trying to figure out where she went i think on i heard about social media yeah and like the 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 expression on his face like after i believe it was months of not uh, finding her like you see it it was like slow yeah, and he's just not giving up. You know, he cursing out police, cursing out teachers, yeah. cursing out friends. You know, what I mean, he actually pulled up to one of. It, she, he thought it was her friend, but it was just a dude she was talking to, and yeah. like beat him up. He was in high school, but he was just looking uh, for his daughter and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, Well, this. Is- I like I see see this movie.
0: Actually, one movie, and I don't. Let me say it like this: if you have kids, I don't recommend watching this movie whatsoever. If you have mental issues, trauma, don't watch it. That means they should watch. It's called, Meg. Well, be- well, I'm about to give you a warning. This movie is called Megan's Missing. I believe it's on YouTube or wherever you find your movies from. It's a YouTube movie. Yeah. The thing is that old girl gets kidnapped. And the things that she goes through is horrible. And I'll let you know right now, there is no happy ending. Oh, mm-hmm. It's a found footage movie. Found there footage. is no happy ending. And you see all the things that happen when you get kidnapped, the possible things that happen when a woman gets kidnapped. So be prepared. If you wanna watch it, check it out, but just know it may trigger some things, especially if you got kids, especially if you've been traumatized in the past. I'm giving that warning out right now. But it put the fear of God in me because I'm like seeing this and this shit actually happens. And then there's a point in the movie where you see the hope leap from the girl's eyes. It's, whole, it's like, damn! Now I want to really reinforce like
2: mm-hmm.
0: defensive mechanisms in my kids for when, just for when shit like this happens. Like, you know,
1: mm-hmm. like that's why I want I want sons and daughters, you know. So
2: it's not just my job to protect
1: my daughter. You know what I, mean? I feel that. I feel that because it's different. Raising like girls and boys is different, but the foundation is the same. It's supposed to be the same. I should say. Yeah. But as they get older, and <clears throat> the gender shit really takes hold, and and it, within the gender d- difference, they pick what kind of girl they want to be and what kind of boy they want to be. Yeah, that shit splits them off even more into their own little branches of trees.
0: I, I think like and you can correct me because obviously the parent trust them, right? I think like the older they get, the more they like uh, the more kids actually start to become themselves. But the foundations of that should be just. It should be. Like, they should be similar.
1: They should right. be a seed buried deepest fuck in the ground. Right. And the issue that a lot of kids have is they were buried in shallow soil. Mm. And a tree buried in shallow soil don't. It's not gonna grow straight up. Interesting. They're all all over the place. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: Interesting.
2: All right, now, any yeah. any last words? Man, I want a son, so I was just like. Yeah. I'll be the best coach type, all oh, type of you know what I mean. You want to be you want if you want to get swole, like yeah, we are doing that together type. Yeah, you know oh, I mean? oh yeah, we're, we're in the gym. Awesome,
1: week. awesome. Life. You feel <laughs> me? I'm sorry, son <laughs> and daughter. Like we're in this gym. Oh for here. sure, for sure. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, it's tough love with the son. You know what I mean. Like
2: yeah.
1: we doing this. It's you know. tough love with the daughter too. Daughter too. Yeah. For sure.
0: Tough love all around. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I'm not discriminating because I know like one issue in society that I do have is that when we're raising our kids, we treat. The girls and the boys differently. I mean, not, I'm not true. talking about in terms of teaching, because there's some things that women, like girls, should be taught. Something that boys should be taught. This but is true. In terms of like how we act with them, like we shouldn't have to call our daughters, but to also tell our sons, "Man up," you know.
2: Like, oh, good. <clears throat> okay. Okay. As you say that, that was, That's my background.
1: Like as you say that, like the thing with with them, like girls need it just as much as boys do. Cause this, especially in this country, this is yeah. America. Yeah, shit is supposed to be equal, and a lot of our social, as adults, the issues that we have with dating is women get women get the privilege of being equal and not equal at the same fucking time. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, and it is, it makes shit complicated in conversation on like uh, how our relationship is gonna go, cause depends on her mood. It ain't equal no more. <laughs> like the, fe- the female you're talking to she can be in her mind she can be equal all the way up to a certain point that she can assume that she said to you mm-hmm. and it never that conversation never happened <laughs> yeah. and it, it makes it difficult so like for kids like and also the, diff- the difference in like Strength and what that means for for boys and for girls. is there's similarities in that of what we need to like feel pr- pride in ourself. Mm-hmm. That like girls need that to understand what, sh- what strength comes from for them so they can overcome the things that they're going to face as they get older. Right, mm-hmm. right. That a lot of women don't have. And so they fold on whatever society is trying to conform them into. Mm-hmm.
0: Then... That's a whole conversation too. A whole like, conversation. Society, societal <laughs> influence.
1: Because boys, we're more resilient and like confident, and like to to how we want to be, to the point where we will look to outside influence in our cartoons to validate and reinforce what <laughs> we want in ourselves. <laughs> All right, which is
2: important to have a, a father figure, you know, because uh, the TV what doesn't really always give you what you need, you know. Yeah. yeah. So. Having a swole father who's actually doing, being a a baba, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that's, like, yeah, I don't need, I don't need none of the cartoon stuff. I don't need none of that, because that's right here.
0: And that's why I always find it kind of cool how you do bring your daughter to, like, like when we were filming, right? That one day we were there, and she's just there seeing you work. I mean, what influence does that have on her? filmmaking.
2: Filmmaking is rare and different. Because it how, how, I mean
0: like, you know, how many black fathers and I'm sure they're
1: out there yeah. saying that like, you know, my dad,
0: my daddy's making film. Yeah. Right
1: yeah. 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 And like, as you say that, like, like I, I I try to keep that to a minimum Like, because she still needs to do her own shit. And I right. Leave, and I need to do my own shit free of trying to have, <laughs> make sure she is decent and good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm also like, if I can't bring my baby... This ain't... It ain't gonna, gonna work happen. anyway.
0: I ain't... I mean, you, you're a parent. Sometimes <laughs> you do have to bring the daughter to work yes. saying, look, you know what? She gonna sit over there. She'll yeah. be good. I've, oh, had to, you know? I've had to
1: pass up on a lot of shit that, like, nah, I got my baby, though.
0: And, yeah. Like... And then what I respect about you is that you put your daughter, like, first on a whole lot. Yeah.
1: Like, you make time for her. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point where, like... And I feel like I'm also at a like, benefit from being born at a time where, like, there are circles that, like, in media that, like, promote that shit. Like, if you like follow in like music and in our society and culture, or like before I even getting into that, like, like, um, what was it last year? Like, like last year at a, like this African uh, festival, or uh, festival of light, where like there was a dude performing with his baby on stage with him, mm. like doing the whole, really? doing his whole set. Like yeah. there's this little girl dancing yeah, all around him. She gonna remember that. Like you <laughs> and, and we all like, who's this little girl? She just vibing out to it, like his own little cheerleader. <laughs> and then once he got to the end, where he like, that's my daughter dancing around. We all, it was the, bro, it was the dopest dope dope shit. Dope shit. The dopest shit.
0: The dopest shit. Can I say something? On the other hand, I went to uh, this concert one time. Right, it was it was a ratchet concert. It was for Glorilla, and. <laughs> The uh, opening acts They had their babies And their towels And everything But when you're singing about Yeah I'm popping my Uh, (laughs) pussy and all that uh, shit It's like Yeah "Eh, yeah, Dude wasn't singing uh, about that Yeah (laughs) That's
1: what
0: I mean you sound like It was wholesome on his end Mm -hmm. Well again I'm just presenting Another example of that On the other side
1: Like he was He was I guess he would be In the box of uh, Conscience rappers
0: Okay Okay
1: Dude would have been Nah like Glorilla's just
2: She's she,
0: ratchet and, of course, you know, her opening acts. Cl- Glorilla? Glor- Glorilla.
1: Oh, I didn't, know she,
0: I didn't know she had kids. No, no, she didn't have kids. It was her opening acts.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, her opening acts. Because, you know, when you... I mean, she no, she does what she does, mm-hmm. right? I don't think she has kids. I don't know but, much about
1: her.
0: But, I mean, like, she's, like... It's ratchet music. Oh, yeah. You I'm, know? So, of course, you're going to have ratchet performers. Which, I'm like, that's cool. But when you have the kid, your, your son in front of you, yeah, you say how you pop your bang open, yeah. It's like okay, I feel a little
1: bit uncomfortable with him. He being, Makes I get it. It's like the yeah. Little Wayne interview. <laughs> well, like there was an interview with Little Wayne. Mm-hmm. Well, like it's a female interviewer, and she's out asking him about like how you say bitch a lot and hoe a lot in all your in all your songs, and and like how would you feel when your daughter gets old enough to listen to your music and understand mm-hmm. that? And all he could say was, "Bitch, keep your fucking my daughter's name out your mouth." It is like, but what? But how would she feel? No, we're not even talking about that. That's dead. This conversation is over. This interview is over.
2: That means he don't know. That's you know, what I'm saying. It's not that he
1: don't know. Mm-hmm. It ain't even a subject to be brought the fuck up. Oh. Bitch, shut your fucking mouth. It's, don't even speak on it.
2: It's
0: it's not like it was an <laughs> offensive question though. It's yeah. not. But I mean, like you hear that question being asked. The but most that is artists. two
1: different worlds. Yeah. Don't even acknowledge that they could ever touch hands.
2: Wait, wait, who can touch
1: hands? The, con- the, con- the subject, oh, The subject, My yeah. daughter and my music, separate That's as fuck.
2: That's interesting.
1: Like, it's no different than Superhead doing all the things that she did. How do you think your son is going to feel when he gets old enough to watch your shit?
2: Well, you said super, who?
0: Superhead. Superhead. Who was that?
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> she is... Yeah, she is pretty oh, old now. Yeah, uh, she
0: was like a porn Cardi star, not, basically. Uh, I mean,
2: like Cardi B got kids. That's a perfect.
0: Like, that's a good modern day example. Like,
2: nah, I mean, it's. a, it's a I mean, it's,
1: example, but Superhead is like, she's above Cardi B. We like, <laughs> like, like that's like comparing Goku to, to Yamcha. <laughs> 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 On a whole scale. Yeah, like, she, <laughs> let's just say she got a
0: reputation of um, pleasing men. Mm. Can I say it like that? Yeah, you can say it, like, say it like that. that.
1: <laughs> like she was huge in the black entertainment industry for a while, wow. to the point where she was on getting interviewed on TV shows. She had that. Oh, sitcoms. Here right? she got a book. She got a book. And like, like, and like, what, what do you do when your son gets old enough to for be in school and all the classmates know what you did, know what you was doing?
0: Yeah,
1: just watch video. Pull up the video on the phone in class. They do that with now. You. What's gonna happen? How he, how they go with it And how and how it just it's separate shit. They it's just I
0: but I could pull up YouTube, I could pull up X videos, I could pull up Spotify, X. pull up every single artist song, pull up every single porn star song, OnlyFans, all of that. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Like that don't stay separate. It doesn't. It just I like, guess
2: that's, like, the artist saying, like, they gonna, they gonna handle it, I guess. Like, <laughs> that's a good I like, mean, and I, and I get it. Like, it's a good question. I mean, it's a good
0: question. I and mean, I get it. You know, that's your business, it's, and that is a sensitive subject.
1: But your but business, also, is, a, your business is affecting business. our culture, though. Right. Oh, man. But it's like, bro, you've been selling drugs to your community. You can't be upset when your kid or your parent or your cousin or uncle are just... Buying your drugs. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you gotta be. Uh, how do I say? Like,
2: just you want your kids to be proud of you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Boy, I, I mean, they them. they could
0: be proud of you. It's just, I guess what I'm worried about is the teasing aspect of it. Oh yeah, the teasing. Your, Cause your son couldn't ex- fully accept that. Okay, my mom does onlyfans. That's her job. But other kids who aren't raised like that. Yeah. They're well, going is. to bug the hell out of you, like, oh, yeah, I saw your mom, you know, sucking some dude off
2: the other day, da, 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 it's, da, in the middle of the park. We all know that public school <laughs> for for oh, undeveloped school. minds, it, it's a war zone, 24-7. I, that's just, <laughs> I'm not even talking about public school, like. <laughs> oh, yeah, school. I'm, in, I'm sure there's yeah, te- yeah. teasing school.
0: still
2: it, it in, like, the schools
0: zone. y'all went to, or mm, your daughter just, goes to, you know. It's.
2: Your image of yourself can just be kids born. will be kids.
0: Kids are going All to be. I agree. <laughs> you know, but yeah, but yeah. once again, just to wrap this up, any final words on the subject? Anything else? Y'all, something y'all want to plug? <sighs> um,
1: I guess if you want to, sh- 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 oh nah, I'm no, I'm definitely was not prepared to plug <laughs> nothing. My bad. You plug your stuff. You
0: got
1: links in the description. I'll plug mine. Oh yeah. All right. I'm used to it at this point. (laughs) Maybe another time. Another time. I'm not gonna force it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm all right. You're all right. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, hey.
0: Thanks, y'all, for coming. And it was it was a good conversation today. Oh, for sure. I feel like I was interviewing. We were interviewing
1: Tristan here. (laughs) Which is not how I thought this was gonna go. Me neither. <laughs> right, like how does it feel to be a dad. <laughs> you know, cause I got I got bros that are that are young parents at twenty years
2: old. Which we'll is and
1: whoa, I guess I do have a closing. Like the main thing I would always say to another dude is like ask them if they ever played Pokemon, like red, yellow, blue. Okay. What's blue? Red? Yeah, blue. blue. Yeah, blue yeah, was a yeah, color yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Like if you ever played one of them, if you made it to the end, you'll be a decent parent. Like <laughs> yeah. So guys, <laughs> y'all, if you guys beat Pokemon, you'll be
0: a decent parent. Like, why do you syst- say that?
1: Cause the systems in like, in RPGs, are like super similar to like raising kids, like the, like like the the hero's journey and like mm-hmm. in the path of like, uh, getting through your struggles and adversities and like in in the process of learning, oh, so cool. and like especially for like a baby, like watching them go from. Like a baby it's to a toddler, it's like leveling up a Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Should that be in like parent training class? Now? <laughs> Give them a game right like, like here.
1: Play Pokemon Blue. It's like, <laughs> like real shit. Like it's it's so similar to like the things the things you need to the rhythm and like. All the grinding, like we'll, we'll be in the game, like the grinding that you need to do. And then how, like you have to stay on top of them, and like.
0: I have multiple kids, but you can't just focus on one kid. got focus on all of them. Yes,
1: it's just like having multiple PokeBot in, in your bag. Cause like, I'm gonna put some time in with this kid, put so them back they put them back, put them aside. Time with this kid.
0: Oh man! Don't <laughs> make, don't make your kids fight. Don't make your kids fight.
1: Nah, nah, don't make them fight, but like understand. Like, but they do need to test each other to like understand what violence is, because that's important for kids. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, make them fight a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, that too. That's a close okay. for me. Cool. Right. Yeah, yeah. Thank Good. y'all, thank y'all, gentlemen, and yeah, oh, wow. we're out. Thank you guys for listening. Sure. Deuces, peace. What is it? Elbow grease. <laughs> Something. Shea butter. Shea butter. Shea butter. Yeah. butter. You know, lotion, drink the
2: water. Can we pull out the bench press? Hmm?
1: Can we pull out the mesh press? Sure, I got
2: time to do that. Yeah, yeah I'll join you all Hey, Maurice. What's up? What's up? I don't know what I mean. Oh, so we done? Yeah, we done. Uh,